zone with Howden. Carrier shoots. He scores! A laser from William Carrier. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studio and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Connor falling over, guides it toward Carlson. Back to Connor, right wing into the zone. Connor dips through shooting. He scores! What a move from Paul Connor! This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Your home for access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Welcome in Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman, live inside the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas studios. Finley Chevrolet on the 215. Home of the... Got some breaking news from the National Hockey League, uh, which has a connection a within arm's reach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, a firing uh, with the general manager of the Ottawa Senators out, Pierre Dorian, relieved of his duties. So uh, there's different ways to spin that. Uh, <laughs> that uh, y- you said that he resigned. <laughs> he was relieved of his duties. In between, you probably go. He was fired. Uh, the longtime general manager of the Ottawa Senators, uh, who was part of that transaction with Evgeny Dodonov mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, in which he was uh, traded to Vegas and then subsequently flipped at a later date to Anaheim at the trade deadline. But Anaheim was on his no trade list. Yep. Uh, so Vegas went back and said, no, no, he, he doesn't. We don't know anything about that. Uh, Ottawa told us that didn't happen. Uh, and Ottawa said, no, he doesn't have it. Uh, the league did a big investigation. The trade was nullified. Mm-hmm. League did a big investigation. It came out today that, uh, yeah, he and and the trade was nullified because he actually did have the no yeah. trade. So the league did the due diligence on it to figure out how did it get all the way through this because the National Hockey League uh, Central Registry approved the trade mm-hmm. uh, at one point. So uh, like they, they didn't uh, appreciate that. Vegas didn't appreciate that. How did it get all the way to consummating a deal? Well, uh, it came out that, uh, yeah, uh, Ottawa uh, was not uh, from the – sounds of it upfront mm-hmm. with everything or did not do their own uh, research on it because Ottawa was now docked a first round pick yeah. for their role in that entire situation. And it's a first round pick in the next three years. Uh, so that's a, not a very good uh, reflection on the organization. And subsequently with a new owner in place mm-hmm. there, Michael Anlauer, he's decided uh, I'm, I'm not putting up with this. Yeah. And, and he makes a change. Now, Personally, I think he was making a change anyway. Yeah, like uh, Steve Stamos is uh, is somebody that he's very close to, has worked with uh, in the major junior level, uh, has uh, ultimate faith. He Steve Stamos is Michael's guy. Sure, he was going to take over anyway. This just makes it really easy. Yeah, to to do. I'm right there with you. I think that you know this was a a really logical spot for Michael Anlauer to move on from Pierre Dorian. It, it, it certainly looked as if that was going to be the case anyway, regardless of, of this news coming down. But the fact of the matter is um, you, you can't come back with Pierre Dorian after you go through this investigation and you find that the, the, the wrongdoing, the, the lack of information, the, the reason why this trade was subsequently nullified falls at the hands of Pierre Dorian and the Ottawa Senators. So right. I, I'm I'm right there with you. So here's a, a little bit of uh, what the National Hockey League uh, put out uh, with respect to today's NHL series, series ruling, the 73-page report 
that was shared uh, with Michael Anlauer uh, last week stems from uh, actions originated by our hockey club. Unfortunately, that we were negligent in nature and our duty of care was ignored, which set off events that embarrassed the league and upset two other NHL clubs. Yeah. That's strong language. Sure. In, in the world of press releases where you're usually trying to make it as vague or as neutral as possible. Soften in, the in, blow. In this kind of yeah. situation, yeah. Uh, neutral as possible. Uh, Ann Lauer goes on to say, as a member of this league, we have to be held accountable for our actions. And while this was done before my watch, I must respect the league's decision. Mm-hmm. It it really does point towards the change being made because of this action. I I think it made it just a, a green light to actually yeah. do it, though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm again, and I think that you know ultimately this is kind of the new direction that Ottawa was going to go anyway. Uh, you have new ownership in Michael Anlauer. You've got Steve Steos there. Uh, whether or not he's going to be promoted to full time general manager or just serve as interim to see if you there's another direction you go remains to be seen. But this was the opportunity to start anew, I think, for the Ottawa Senators. And you know it's been a, a pretty rough week in terms of news, the cycle in Ottawa. So you want to try to just move on from it. And what was the other situation? It was Shane Pinto, yeah. uh, forty-one game suspension for betting-related issues. Yeah. So you know when you when you take all of that on the whole, also the fact that Shane Pinto is unsigned, like that is another thing where you look at it and you just say, you know what, I think we've got to take a, a step back and we've got to move on from Pierre Dorian. The arm's length of this deal, being that uh, it does and did affect the Vegas Golden Knights in a very public way yeah. around the trade deadline. Uh, Evgeny Dodonov wanted to play. Like, the night that he was traded mm-hmm. by Vegas to Anaheim, sat in the dressing room wanting to put on a skate yeah. and play against the, the Minnesota Wild because he was so confident that Anaheim was on his no-trade list, and it caught everybody by surprise, and when Michael Anlauer says uh, embarrassed the, the league and, and brings a couple of other franchises into play, being Anaheim, and because Anaheim doesn't want it out there, that somebody sure. doesn't want to go play for them. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, that, that affects them. And Vegas doesn't want to trade somebody and then have it come back and give the uh, illusion that uh, you haven't done your homework, which mm-hmm. wasn't the case. So I think this is, this. while it's two years later, Mm. Is is really important for everybody around the VGK organization to to be able to stand up and and while there's no comment coming from the VGK, they mm-hmm. they acknowledge the ruling and uh, I'm sure appreciate uh, the the reaction uh, by the National Hockey League and holding the Ottawa Senators accountable. Uh, this this is a, a day that they can stand up and go, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it, without a resolution, you have interpretation here right like you can run in a, in a thousand different ways and a thousand different directions as to who you believe was at fault for uh, that information not being available for the Vegas Golden Knights or the Anaheim Ducks or to take it a step further the league right because the league initially on the Dodonov to Anaheim trade the league signed off on it yeah and they, and they so, were unaware of that. yeah there was unaware of it restrictions too so to you know the fact of the matter is I feel like because you had all those different variables the, the Vegas angle the Anaheim angle, the league central registry approving the trade, all of that stuff, you had to find the source for why this happened. And you know what? It's important that the responsible parties be held accountable for it. 73-page report. It's a lot of pages. 
Stock up in the toner before you print that thing out. <laughs> that's, why, that's why you got a laptop in front of you. Like, is there anything worse than printing things out? Yeah. And then you get the warning from the printer that mm-hmm. you're low on toner. Yeah. That's, it happens every every three print jobs, too. Basically. It's rough. Yeah. I'm with you. Like, it's just, wow. And then you, you think you can get through that that one project, mm-hmm. and it's... Basically, you can only read half of it. Mm-hmm. You're trying to guess the next sentence, yeah. and then you shake up the toner, and you get through <laughs> another half page. Have we not all done this? No, no, we have. How old is your printer? Not a couple of years. Yeah. Well, it's, it's cheaper to go buy a new printer. That's true. It's fair. Like, I'm, I'm with printer, you. Printers are a dime a dollar. Yeah. It's the, it's the ink that gets you. Sure. Chavin, and then, and then you Chavin get, doesn't agree with us. Then you get to no, the no, store. Hold on, I, hold on. You get to the store, and you're like, ah, oh, I finally remember to pick up cartridges. Mm-hmm. And I walk into the store, and it's great. And then you look, and there's like 70,000 different mm-hmm. cartridges, yep. and you haven't <laughs> written down what your cartridge is. Yeah. So you forgot then, the cartridge then, number. Then, then you're out for, for another week yep. trying to go down the, okay, I can see this this sentence. That's good. I'm going to guess at this one. I'm going to shake it up. I'll get through the next one. Yeah, see, I was shaking my head because I'm, I'm in full agreement. Oh, it's you are? Like, okay. It's, it's one of the most frustrating things on the planet when, when you have to buy toner and, and ink for your printer because you're, you're, Darren's right. Like, it's I, cheaper to go buy a printer. Like, we had a printer at my house. not ha- very good for the environment, though. No, Please no. Please like, don't take our advice. I had, I had a printer <laughs> where, like, I would go to, like, the, the, the warehouse store mm-hmm. to buy the cartridges, and even there, it was like sixty-five dollars for one. I'm like, what? what the? One, one cartridge? Yes, yes. There, it was ridiculous. Was it a lot the of Monet money. cartridge? No, it was what? it was color, but it was one of those one of those printers where you could print like pictures too. The Picasso pack. Oh, so so, so if you you want to print out uh, a photo? Yes, yeah. Oh, so so, so the, the ink was one. was well, not me, my ex wife, but the ink was like. Wow! Unbo- yeah, throw her under the bus, right? Yeah. The the you have no was- issue with that. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're really good at that. <laughs> hey, hey, you know, but you know, it, it, the ink is so expensive, and, and I know trying to find I- the right because this particular printer, like the number, had a letter after it. Yeah. So you'd go to like the the store, and you're looking, you're looking, you're looking, and then you find the number. But there's ones with like three or four different letters, like 66A sure. or yeah. 66G. Yep. It's like. Just give it a different number. You know what's funny is, like, for me, like, in my experience, everyone else in the house, all of their print jobs, fantastic. Oh, you need all, it, all of them, fantastic. The minute I go to print something, yeah, out of ink, and it's blot, it's like blotchy <laughs> here and there. It's just, it's the worst. I, 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 I avoid printing things. I don't print anything in color, by the way. Yeah, neither do I. Nothing in color. All black it's, and white it's, here. It's just trying yeah. to, now, to grind it through on a black and I'm white. assuming in Canada you did it. And, Ryan, I don't know if you're old we, enough. We, but we have colored ink. No, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I can so, confirm we have colored ink. No, no, that's not what I'm Canada. asking you. Can confirm. Yes. And, 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 and you know what? Our fax machines are dynamite, too. Oh, yes, 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 I've heard that. And, but, and, our, and our phones our landlines are great. Well, with, with well you're, you're you're a step ahead of us with, here with the with the spinning. Uh, oh, on, on those the are dial great. My phones. grandparents have. To be those. fair to Darren and Canada, um, they have office supplies. Well, They're no, doing. I was I was going to ask you guys if if Ryan, I don't even know if you're old enough, but when you were in grade school and you would get like the worksheet from your teacher that had like math problems on it or mm-hmm. like the reading, and you would smell the the ink. 
What? Yeah. What? I think we've got the the root of the problem here. <laughs> no, there. there I, I, I think the hey, whole hey. number of days <laughs> without an incident. Twitterverse, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. <laughs> Twitter back back me up on, on this. What do you, What did it smell like? I I, I can't. It, it sm- I think they call them dittos, and it smelled like like it was just a, a a unique smell, and you would get them fresh from the teacher, and you would always lift it up and smell it because it had like this really strange, unique smell. And you're like in second or third grade, and you just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Was it a printer or the printing press? It it was printed, but I don't. I mean, listen, I, I wasn't alive in the time of Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> I don't think we were using a printing press. I mean, it was the printer. I mean, mm. my teacher wasn't Mrs. Ebert wasn't in the back, uh, you know, putting the blocks and letters together to to print it out. But no, I, I know that. I know that. But uh, like, this, yeah, the story's it, going on uh, about as long as Pierre Dorian was general manager at the Ottawa Senators. We're a team, which. Was a long time, eight guys, years. Like it, he was in that yeah. role yeah. for a while, and one of the longest serving general managers. I I must admit, <laughs> in my time in Toronto mm-hmm. on Hockey Central at noon with uh, Nick Kiprios and Doug McLean, we we had some fun with Pierre. Sure, we enjoyed carrying Pierre's press conferences mm-hmm. at at various events. Because they were entertaining for their <laughs> their their presentation, yeah, and we were a bit childish with it. Doesn't sound like you ah. at all. No, we were childish. <laughs> I don't. I can't even say a bit. We 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 were childish. Yep. Uh, along that line, uh, he took over from from Brian Murray uh, when Brian Murray stepped down. He and Brian was a great friend and of uh, Doug McLean's, mm-hmm. and was an awesome. Man. Yeah. And Pierre was a little bit, let's just say, had didn't have quite the track record sure. as as Brian. And you had to he just wasn't didn't have a foundation there. Mm-hmm. And then kind of complicated that with different moves mm-hmm. or transactions or statements uh, along the way. But with Eugene Melnick. He found he he managed to stay on, mm-hmm. and he he outlasted different situations along the line. He outlasted the uh, partnership with Pierre Maguire mm-hmm. when Pierre Maguire was brought in, the, the former analyst who was a former coach uh, when when he was brought in. And and honestly, when when Pierre Maguire was hired by Eugene Meldick to be sort of Pierre's Dorian's assistant. Mm-hmm. We all watch with great interest because they, they they're both survivors sure. in in our hockey world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dorian managed to come out ahead on several different uh, uh, situations where he thought, "Oh, that's that that'll cost him now. It'll it'll catch up," or the team's inability to be competitive, mm-hmm. and and he continued to uh, serve in that role. And Pierre Maguire is a guy that is. After what Pierre Maguire wants to succeed at, mm-hmm. and he's not really shy about how he goes about it, right? And you guys know my feelings about that. And this is not uh, being petty here; it's just the the way Pierre operates. I'm not a big fan of his, but that's the way <laughs> Pierre operates. So when when Dorian and Maguire came together, yeah, we had we had a great great interest, yeah. in how that was going to play out. It's almost like an epic battle, yeah. And Dorian won easily, yeah. Like it was it's pretty wild. 
it was standing eight count in the second round. Yeah. I was I was shocked at that. So when you see that kind of thing and you're like, he he may just have the run to to really get all the way through this. Mm-hmm. And and Ottawa is now in a position where there's light at the end of the tunnel. Feels that way. Should and be. if not for this sale, he might have been able to get all the way through it, which I think would have been uh miraculous mm-hmm. given that no general manager would be able to ride the bumps that the Ottawa Senators have occurred and and uh been able to uh get through the different uh statements or uh events that Pierre Dorian has gone through. Like there there's the assistant general manager, the the, the Uber thing, mm-hmm. like there there's all yeah. kinds of things under Pierre. But once, once the the daughters of Eugene Melnick said that they were going to sell the team, mm-hmm. the clock was ticking. Yeah, it, it was. My buddy Kipper was part of a group that was the finalist to the finalist. That's what we used to call Pierre Maguire too, because he would, <laughs> he, would, he would put himself in for every every single job, every single job he would be. Uh, I'm he hearing. Would be in. Yeah, uh, and he would uh, he would have people say, "Hey, uh, uh, Pierre Maguire should be considered for this," and then Pierre would in, in interview. And Pierre has has very high uh, placed friends. Sure, uh, the league would make sure Pierre, in a lot of instances, would get an interview, mm-hmm. and that's good because I would I would I've used those same connections. Uh, to to get uh, within reach of certain opportunities that I want, but we used to call him the finalist because he mm-hmm. would always be right down to the wire, mm-hmm. and then he would finish uh, second. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Kipper was part of a group that finished second to the Ann Lauer group. Okay, actually bid more money. Oh wow! Than, than the Ann Lauer group. Huh. Uh, and I am going to have Kipper on the podcast, the Shirt Podcast, tomorrow, and. We'll talk about this because he and I come from the same angle with the Dorian and what's going on with the Senators. But he was on the inside. He got to look at a lot of stuff mm-hmm. that I have never seen. Hmm. And I'm betting. I'm not allowed to bet on hockey. And this is close <laughs> to being being on hockey. But I'm guessing there is a solid chance that if Kipper's group had won mm-hmm. and he was would have been the president of hockey operations yeah. for the Ottawa Senators. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, yeah, it was. It was like Kipper was yeah. this close to having one of the great jobs in hockey if his bid, sure. the money that he was involved in, had a won. If Kipper gets through there and is president of hockey operations, then Dorian had no chance. Right. Like Ann Lauer get again. I don't think gave with with his relationship with Steve Steos and bringing Steve Steos on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't think that there was a possibility that that Dorian was going to hang on, but there was no chance, <laughs> no chance with Kipper. Yeah, and and we all we all kind of saw this. Mm-hmm. And he's Dorian is a good scout. Like yeah, he, he, no, I'm he with can, you. He can evaluate talent, and there's no uh, uh, tongue in cheek here. He can look at players and. Evaluate those players from top talent to mm-hmm. middle round talent, or people that you can draft late rounds and get in. It, yeah, his dad was a, a, a great hockey man. He has that eye. But as far as being the front man and the general manager, we're not all cut out for that. Sure. And I think he was he was over his head 
for a long time, and he he did well to to last as long as as he did. But this this was uh, this was not a big surprise. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of interested that the announcement comes out the same day that the National Hockey League rules on the uh, Dodonov mm-hmm. transaction mm-hmm. because it does make it and paint the picture that it was all about the last 10 days. Like Ann Lauer yeah. said, it hasn't been a fun 10 days. Sure. The no. new owner of the auto senators. It, it's a bit of a, an out because I, I, he didn't, he wasn't sticking around anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think that you, you have Dorian in spot to kind of see through the end of his tenure. And unfortunately for him, the end of his tenure culminates in this ruling on the Dodonov stuff. Like it just does. And, you know, I, I don't know that it's fair necessarily to have, you know, even Steve Steos kind of in that position as an interim GM or whatever to kind of deal with the aftermath of it. This is something on Pierre Dorian. And, and I know that but he was no real aftermath. But he just, I, and, he, and he can, he can decide he's got the, at least the wiggle room yeah. to decide, is it 2024 that he wants to give up the first rounder? Sure. Is it? Yeah, they've got time to to, to decide when they yeah. want to do it. But the fact of the matter is, I just I think there's a little bit of ownership there where you know you've got Pierre Dorian in. This news comes down, and you can you can look at Pierre, you can look at you know the hockey world and say, well, this has this is inevitable. It has to happen. And I, I do believe it, it. It too is in a in a degree it is an out. Yes, for sure. But I also think that it's something that's been necessary and needed for Ottawa. Uh, your point on Pierre Dorian as a scout is absolutely right on the money. Like this guy can find talent. He can bring talent in. You look at the Ottawa senators right now, like this is a team that we all expect to take a step. And when they do, they're going to be really good because of the drafting that Pierre Dorian has done. Um, I guess the larger question that I have kind of looking at this and, and understanding the importance and, and really the league's frustration at this golden Knights, Anaheim ducks, is there a future for Pierre Dorian as a scout in the future I in think the National Hockey yeah. League? Yeah, I think yeah. he works. I think he works again in the league as a scout. I don't think he'll nothing be, beyond I, that. I don't think he'll be a general manager. Yeah, it's really tough to go through the reports that have filtered out from this seventy-three page mm-hmm. document mm-hmm. that the National Hockey League uh, produced in its investigation of the Dodonov transaction which went from Ottawa to Vegas because the, the no trade list didn't go from Ottawa to Vegas, right. which caused the problem when Vegas tried to flip him down the road to Anaheim. Yeah. There, is, is there any trade restrictions on Dodonov? No. Well, okay. there was. Yeah. Now, Ottawa tried to say that the trade, no trade list or trade restriction wasn't filed in time or wasn't filed properly mm-hmm. when they signed him, well, that ended up being incorrect sure. and was ruled on really quickly right. that, it, that it was valid. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and you're like, well, you said it wasn't, right? but it was. Mm-hmm. So where did it go wrong? Mm-hmm. Then you get into he said, she said. Sure. And you're doing that as a party that caused great... Uh, uproar in the league Mm -hmm. and embarrassment on a couple of different fronts, including the player uh, who's right in the middle of this and Vegas, who's trying to make moves at the trade deadline. Mm -hmm. 
and Anaheim, who actually wanted the player yeah. because they, they thought he could uh, be good for, for their room and, and give them a, a little bit of a foundation because he had one more year. Uh, you, you get into who's telling the truth. It Was it just a simple, I missed it? Mm-hmm. Or was it more than that? And when you get start getting docked first round picks, yeah, sounds like it was more than that. Mm-hmm. Then you get into how do you then try to find another GM's job on top of that mm-hmm. when yeah. you, your last one was in in this type of situation. Right. Now, now I, I I don't. I mean, they couldn't go on with Dorian. No, beyond today. No, they they couldn't have. I just not thought, a chance. I just thought it might have happened sooner. That's all. When when it did, like Steve Steos has been in the league. Sure, he's been working for Edmonton. He's and he's been around hockey. It doesn't take a lot of uh, research or uh, conversations to know that there's some parts that were not running as smoothly as they should mm-hmm. in Ottawa. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I just I anticipated it happening sooner than this, but they really had no choice but to make a change today. Yeah, and it's the right move for the Ottawa Senators and truly their fans. Like as as much as it's going to suck losing out on a first round pick, and and it is it is for sure. Um, this is a a clean slate now for Ottawa and for the fans, and hopefully. Um, with Michael Ann Lauer and, and Steve Stales, they're going to be able to build it up into something that we've kind of been hoping it would be for a little while now. At least the Ottawa Senators, a competitive hockey team. I, I think if you're a Senator fan, hmm. you're optimistic today. You should be. Like it's a it's a restart in the midst of a competitive year mm-hmm. for your team, yeah. but you've you've eliminated now a lot of distractions around the organization. Will he be kept on? Mm-hmm. Now, there, there'll still be those talks when it comes to Coach DJ Smith. Sure, yeah. But from an organizational point of view, who's running the ship? Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's a big piece. It's clarity. And, and wondering about, is Dorian a lame duck? Is he uh, going to get a serious opportunity? Like, now, there's... There's people around there. I've got friends who have hitched their wagon <laughs> to to Pierre Dorian. Okay, like in this pro- media is funny about way. Okay, well you see it. Sure. When, well, you, you when when you're reading clips, yeah, or you're reading reports, there's different media members who tend to get certain stories out of certain places mm-hmm. because yeah. they're in tight with. That particular person, yeah, 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 for sure. And there's a a trade off there, give and take. Might go a little bit. I might spin that story a little bit differently yeah. about you, but you'll give me some stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's happened forever. Yeah, like to think that it doesn't go as deep as it probably does. That's my <laughs> be being naive. <laughs> I've done probably some of that in my time at, at Sportsnet where I've protected somebody mm-hmm. because they've been they've been good to me. Not not to the the Dorian level, but there's there's people that that were firmly attached to Dorian. Okay. And they're gonna be in 
on the outs for a while in the sure. sense of access to information. Yeah, yeah, yeah for only, sure. I mean, that doesn't affect our market at all. But I, I want to say the first-round pick that Ottawa loses mm-hmm. does not go to Vegas. No. Uh, I was asked that this afternoon. Sure. And yeah. it's a good question. Yeah, it is. Because, because uh, Vegas was really uh, hurt and hindered by the, the Donov transaction not going through mm-hmm. at that trade deadline. Yep. Yep. They 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 had plans for for that money and and wanting to do uh, a a couple of other things down the road and then had to find uh, the 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 deal with Montreal mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, Shea Weber right yep uh, com- coming in and so there was there was more work that had to be done because that trade didn't go through. Vegas was the most directly affected team outside of Ottawa mm-hmm. because of what went down there. And uh, what was incorrect in its uh, procedure, they that still doesn't mean Vegas gets the first round pick. Right. There's there, there's an acknowledgement of Vegas being uh, cleared of of any wrongdoing sure. in this. Yeah. yeah, which in the midst of it, there was all kinds of people talking. Oh yeah, and, and absolutely. You know what? If if I and they're not as petty as me, <laughs> you guys know. I hold a grudge. You do, and, yes. and 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 I will, I will like freeze you out if you piss me off. Mm-hmm. I will just freeze you out, or I'll little little dog at the. You the, can be you can be frosty. The pan leg, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I will go down that path. I have no qualms with that, and mm-hmm. I quite uh, pride myself on that. <laughs> I remember some of the things that were written or posted, sure, around that time, yeah. that trade deadline. Yeah, I, I hear you. If I w- was over there at City National Arena, mm-hmm. I would send a couple of notes, yeah, to those people. Yeah. Now they're they're not like me, <laughs> but if I was sitting in that office, that's what I would have spent this afternoon doing. Hey, yeah, with a with a caption of what they posted, mm-hmm. because they were we're talking Kelly and George and hockey ops, um, the the whole hockey op- operation. They were as blindsided by as anybody yeah, yeah, that yeah. this trade had a hiccup to it, right? And they voiced that immediately. And there was there was different national folks who decided to make a comment or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope it won't happen because I know some of these people. <laughs> it won't happen that there'll be a mere couple. Oh, I was wrong. Yeah, it, it'll just be lost in the in the. X verse or is that what you call verse? I, like I you, call it Twitter verse. I suppose. What's the, what's the terminology? It would have mean? to be X verse. X verse sounds uh, terrible. It'll just be lost there. But uh, I'm I'm happy for those people. I mean, those people are my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're my bosses. Yeah, 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 but they're my friends, and I'm really happy for them today. Even though they don't get the compensation mm-hmm. that could have been swung towards them, in actuality, they don't get that first round pick. But at least there's an acknowledgement that that Ottawa was fully in the wrong here. Yeah, I mean, the compensation is that the Golden Knights have been cleared of any wrongdoing here. It wasn't on them. It wasn't an oversight from the Vegas Golden Knights Hockey Operations Department. And and that means something. It should mean something. And I I I agree with you in that you know you kind of you look at what this hockey operations department has been able to do and how they've been able to kind of go about their business ever since the inception of this franchise. 
everything's been done by the book. Everything has been done to maximize this hockey team and get the best out of it and to win a Stanley Cup. And I I just couldn't at the time wrap my mind around the idea that they would have any fault in this situation at all. And I'm glad that there was an investigation done. And, you know, it'd be nice to get an extra first round pick, but I think having your name cleared of any wrongdoing here is incredibly important, especially with some of the things that, as you mentioned, were written at the time. When that trade went through mm-hmm. and it was processed by central registry, like every trade has to be approved. Right. That's why trades are not final on trade deadline day. Why you have trades announced after the noon Pacific deadline. Yeah. Because it has to be approved by central registry. The the bean counters. The the rules people <laughs> in, in the National Hockey your, League. Your favorite department, I'm yeah, sure. I, I, I don't know what any of them do, but I know that they know everything. Yeah. They approved that trade. Yeah, they did. And I'm sure they were ticked off. Like, what? Uh, that they were not aware that there's any restrictions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that it's changed the process somehow. Okay. Yeah. That hopefully. Now, I don't know. This is my understanding of a of a contract. I don't think the trade restrictions, if there are trade restrictions, are included on the contract. Okay. I think it's a separate addendum. Okay, that makes which, sense. With the with the agent and with the team. Sure. That they work off of. I believe that there was a push to have that as part of the contract. Now you may adjust that part on the contract, but yeah. if Central Registry brings up Ryan Wallace's contract on trade deadline day, mm-hmm. it will now have, or the push was to have, these are the five teams sure. that you will not go to. Okay. It's, it's not up to the agent and the team to look after that. Or the agent and the team now have to file that with Central Registry okay. so they have it in their books. Got it. Okay. So that that's different. That's different from 2020. Yeah. When this went down, so there there is some progress, like there's some learning of it, sure. uh, from it, which which is great. But the fact that you had to go down this route, and man, like you get you get called out by the National Hockey League, yeah, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> no, it can't be. Pierre Dorian, and then and you're fired in the same day. Yeah, oh, or we're a team. There it is. And now you got Chapman rubbing it in. <laughs> you want to talk about childish? Like, do it again. It's okay. You know you for, want to. Okay team. It's okay for me. I know Pierre. <laughs> like I can look at Pierre and say all this stuff. That's been a that's been a drop he's had for years. Yeah, that's been in there for no. a very 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 long time, and we've played it many many many. Oh yeah, times but never never like this. <laughs> but you're now you're just. You're got the heel of no, the cowboy I, boot in there. I, oh no. I don't have you, anything personal you, against the guy. It's just in no, good no. fun. You're, the fact that you're rubbing it in right now. There's not rubbing you it in. We're, grinding, we're, having, we're having fun. You are grinding the end of that <laughs> cigarette right into the sand. Oh. You're you're upping the petty level here, is what you're doing. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> we, we we know who the petty guy in this room is. It's not me. I can hold a grudge. Yeah. See if With the best over. of them. With yeah. oh, what Man, oh, man. It's it's not my greatest quality, but yeah. I think I think it's it's not a bad thing at times. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a couple of people right now who are on my list. Sure. Who are just right now, they don't know it. 
Chris, Chris Jericho over here. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> you made the list. Jericho-holic. By the way, he's I, I, from Winnipeg. I, 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 he he is from Winnipeg. Uh, the son of a hockey announcer, in fact, I believe. Yeah, I knew he had some kind of hockey, hockey executive. Yeah. Anyway, you make the list. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna run around and 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 tell you. Mm-hmm. You're just on the list, and you'll know it if you try to somehow interact with me. Mm-hmm. I'm not mean about it, <laughs> but I'm focused on it. Yeah. You guys have made the list. You made it off the list. It's not a permanent no, list. No, I know. Yeah. Why were we ever list. on the list? Oh, come hey, on. It's a there fluid, are plenty of reasons we've been on list. the list. Okay. It's a fluid well, list. I shouldn't be on the list. I, I know I know at least a couple of times I've been on the list. Yeah. yeah. I should never have been on the list. I, I, I can tell you right now. You've been on the list like twice this week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you've been off the list it's yet Tuesday. this year. It's Tuesday. No, it's Wednesday. I can tell you right it's now. Wednesday, Is it Wednesday? Yes. Knowing, oh. knowing, knowing the list and how fluid it is, I can tell you right now. Like, I am not on the list right now. Feels good. Yeah. Feels good. You know, my li- it, it's a small list right now. Yeah, that's good. It, this is as small of a list that I've had in a long time. <laughs> well, so I, I I actually feel good about it too. Nobody good. in this room is nobody in this building's on the list. Look at you. Yeah, it's progress. There's a couple people in the world that are on the list. I'm sure there are. Just a couple. Yeah. Uh, we'll come back and we'll uh, talk about uh, some other major happenings in the National Hockey League, and we'll get to Bruce Cassidy. Uh, his take on practice today and a couple of little nuggets that he dropped at his media availability. And we'll get into catching up with Chapman in hour number two. It's the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I'll never get used to that pause. <laughs> the, the pause between the clip and then the liner. No. I won't. Well, I like the, yeah, that was cool. The what? The, the guy yelling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I don't remember that part. You yeah, remember this that is, part? Well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't remember. I didn't, it was I in between Logan Thompson and and our our voice you guy. You can't play that again, can you? I can. Uh, you, you, really, you have to play I, the whole thing. Yeah, I would have to. Play, have to play oh, I, I yeah. thought you could play like, like, like maybe just. No. I can. I can scrub through <laughs> anything, anything, and make it work. How come you can't do that here? You've got all this fancy equipment, <laughs> and you you say, uh, if we do, if I have to play that again, I have to play all well, because, five minutes because of it. Because I I create a file. It's a file. I'm not doing everything. I'm not like uh, a DJ. Is there, where, where is there a way why? to shorten the pause between the clip and the rejoin? Because it sounds like steamboats between the clip and the liner. Steamboats like. No, no, like one steamboat. Two. Steamboat. You ever you guys the, never played like what? touch football? Uh, it's, what, it's one mis- Mississippi. It's Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi. Okay, yeah. we, we use yeah. steamboats. You okay. could have used Mississauga, Thank right? Thank you. One Mississauga. Mississauga. <laughs> uh, try and spell Mississauga. Oh my goodness. Uh, so steamboats or or Mississippi's. Like, yeah. It sounds like we're counting Mississippi's in there. It, like, it's but, a beat or six too long. <laughs> but I want to know wait. why you can't just go to the woo guy screaming. That you got to play the whole thing. Oh, because when it's, it's every it's, other piece of electronics you can scrub through. Because I I create a <laughs> file. It's a file that I create back behind the scenes I know, uh, in Adobe. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I just understand. Don't understand why you can't go through there and scrub through it. Well, because I understand there's a file. Yeah, yeah, but but can can, can you fast forward the file? No, you can't. Like the system does not your, allow me to do that. Wow. 
all of that fancy equipment you have. It's not there. really that fancy. <laughs> Whoa. What? Well, you have two monitor. You have three monitors. Okay, and, and you have a keyboard. Yeah, you have a phone. So many lights you, on the you, board. And you yeah. have all these these buttons that slide up and down. You're and you're you're making it out then like you've got um, the touch screen over there, and you can't scrub through. You make it sound like I'm DJ Joe Green, and I and I have oh, all no, this high know, tech. We yeah. know you're not even close to DJ. Yeah, Joe I mean he's Green. great. But I love my Joe Green. Darren's literally holding his microphone. Yes, I'm watching. And I have not skipped a beat. Not one. There's and a you, mic right there yeah, too. I know. And you on. can't you can't find a way to scrub through. Listen, your stuff. I, I I don't create the software in the system. We it's not me. Again, I just have to play all eight minutes yeah. of it. <laughs> I mean, we're a team. When and in there doubt, you go. When in doubt, to, you're trying to flex. Now with it's Dorian. Pierre's problem. <laughs> you just go right, Dorian. I, I don't know if you guys ever saw the the pizza post. The auto senators had a partnership with a pizza company. No. And every now and then they would put up this picture of Pierre eating a piece of pizza <laughs> while holding the box. Oh. It was one of the, the funniest. <laughs> Google it if you get a if you get a chance. All right, I'm doing that now. It is it is one of the more awkward posts or pictures that I've ever seen from a it's awkward anyway. Pierre when, Dorian offers you a pizza. Do you accept <laughs> his offer? Yes. So so it's awkward anyway, but then you you oh. think this is a National Hockey League GM, oh. right? Oh boy! Like, could you imagine? I don't know. Wow, Gabriel Lamorello, Kelly McCrimmon, <laughs> no, no, Jim Nill, no, Lou Rob would be Blake, fantastic. Wow, doing something like that, I wouldn't mind having pizza with Rob Blake, oh. but. Boy, oh boy! I'd like to have pizza with Pierre. He seems like he'd be a fun guy to have pizza with. There's, yeah, yeah. He sat with me at a game in Detroit one day. No, well, maybe he just doesn't like you. No, he's no, he came and sat. Oh, with me oh okay. <laughs> Do you the, the way you the way you described it, it sounded like torture for him. No, maybe the, the other way. Poor, around. poor guy came and had had pizza with me. No, he came and had dinner with me in Detroit when I was working a game uh, for Sportsnet there. And it was just awkward. I didn't know what to talk to him about. Is Gabriel uh, Pizza good? I have no idea. I don't no know. No clue. That. No, I don't oh. know. What about anything the, about that? The one they advertise in in Alberta was it Pizza Seventy Three? Yeah, Pizza Seventy Three. Well, it's like your chain pizza. It's, okay, it's fast. Pizza in Winnipeg's good. I I I will give you some pizza in Winnipeg. What's like the calling card for Winnipeg Pizza? I'll I'll give you guys a list. There's three. Okay, There's three awesome. Because ones. Ryan is is. Already got his passport in hand, ready to go to Winnipeg. Listen, I know, I'll, I'll I know a, people. I'll in, get a passport I, for pizza, hundred yeah. percent. I know people in Winnipeg when if they fly home to Toronto, like they're back visiting for a weekend. Yeah, and they'll go home to Edmonton or Calgary. They'll take their pizza home with them. They'll <laughs> order a pizza and put it in the freeze freezer or fridge, mm-hmm. and then put it on the plane the next day. So, you know, I, so, I I would believe, if you told me there was good pizza in Montreal and Toronto, I'd believe you. Well, I didn't say there wasn't. No, I'm just saying, like, like I, I would... Wait, hold on. I why would, why I don't would, you believe there's good pizza in Winnipeg? Because I've been to Winnipeg, and, and actually the pizza I had there, I don't remember the name of the place, it actually was pretty good. You were there for six but hours. But I had, I went like, for pizza. You, 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 can't, you can't evaluate a place when you're there for six I hours. I never said anything bad about it. Well, I, but you're you, making it sound like you, uh, of course there's great pizza I, I no, but you've already you've already backed off your stance. You just said, "Ah, the pizza that I did have in Winnipeg was pretty good." Yeah, yeah. I didn't say I never said it wasn't. And then you followed up with, 
I, I would expect there to be good pizza in Toronto. Yeah, because I, I mean, well, look, implies, those are those are not good pizza. In those are Vegas. major metropolitan North American so cities. So they're only good pizza because they no, have a lot of no. There's there's good pizza in small towns. Yeah. We got to take. I'll give you some some good pizza places in Winnipeg. Uh, we'll come back and set up hour number two. There's a lot of hockey talk to get to regarding the VGK in hour number two. And we'll set it up for you next on the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas. I can't believe that person sits around all day just to read those little lines coming back. Mm-hmm. What's his name, Steve? He's in the other room. Then the voice over studio in the other room. Mike. That's Mike. Oh, that's Mike? Yeah. This guy's Mike, yeah. He sits around all day. Yeah. And just, you turn on the mic, and he reads it. Why doesn't he record those? Like it'd be a lot easier. Then he could then he could like, have the rest of his day. <laughs> Mike, if you're listening, seriously, you don't like, have he, to do it on cue. No, uh, Mike, like leave your little look at you booth. trying to help people out, yeah. Yeah. free up their time. Nine zero and one. The Vegas Golden Knights getting set for Game Eleven tomorrow against the Winnipeg Jets. We'll tee that one up for you, and we've got one timers, news notes from around the National Hockey League, and catching up with Chapman. I've mentioned it a couple of times because I, I have a feeling there's some spidey senses. Something good is coming today. Hour number two in the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas is next.